Hello, and welcome back to the Probably Reading Podcast. I'm Madeline. And I'm Abby. And we have a very special guest. Me, Margot Matei. Hey. 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 She had to introduce herself. I know. We don't have, like, a intro like other podcasts where it's, like, world-renowned. I don't know (laughs) what you want me to say about you, but... Wow, we are are all spiking ladies. Oh, sorry. I'm so excited. We need to just tone it down. This is another chaotic energy episode. It's feeling a little wild already. Um, I will turn my volume down. Yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) I'm really surprised that we are like this after our evening that we had. Um, Oh my gosh. Yes, ladies. Let's discuss what we did yesterday. Let's just start from the beginning. So, Margot is my best friend, and I haven't seen you since June. Yeah, who's moving furniture up there? Jenna's vacuuming, I'm sure. (laughs) And um, they just don't respect our business, I swear. They want us to be famous and pay for them later in life, and it's not going to happen with this With the disrespect of the moving of the furniture. They tried to close the door, I think, to make the sound not come down. What is that door called? Um, oh, it's like a, a barn, barn door. door. I was stuck. I went to get a green tea. <laughs> I didn't notice light it open. Especially because the hallway's dark going up there and there's no handle on that side. So it's like you have to just like like push it up a little. Yes, and I have zero fingernails right now. I just ripped them off. I was like trying to grab the groove of the wood. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, Marg is in Rice Lake right now visiting and... Um, there's the dog. So sorry that you have to listen to that as well. Just love it. Um, so she's visiting. It's been two years, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, we had like a freaking 18 hour visit in June. Barely yeah, counted. I, Quick turnaround. Yeah. I made the three hour trek for her birthday and I surprised her. But that was the last time we saw each other was in June. Um, yeah. So she came to. She essentially came to do the pod. Right, pretty much. That's the only reason. Yep, no, just that's kidding. The only reason but if you um did our read along with us, go listen to that episode. It was it was a good episode. It won't be out yet. Not yet, but you should go read future. it in February. In February, February second, right. you should read it or listen to it. Wow, kinda wild over here. <laughs> um, however, so we did the whole Perlix yesterday saturday which is the distillery near us the vodka distillery yes and we had a great day um but it things did take a turn for the worse last Mm. night when we got severe food poisoning from the takeout we had Mm -hmm. terrifying yeah it it was just so strange because we came home from the distillery feeling buzzed but like totally fine yeah we kind of had a chill moment we got our takeout food we ate it and i want to say within like a half hour oh we were dying we were bedridden which is crazy because all five of us had essentially the same thing and margo and i i got violently sick um (laughs) Um. margo was having a bit of a tough time as well and then in the middle of the night, my dad kind of got sick too. Yes. And then two of the other people we went to Perlix with also ordered from the same restaurant. And, and got sick as well. Mm-hmm. So it definitely wasn't a coincidence. Like, it, No, it's not. It's not like it was just like, it was definitely from this restaurant. Oh, for sure. 100%. And it's just such a bummer because it's like one of my favorite restaurants. And once that happens to you, you just know you're not going to go back for a very long time. And my husband got sick on it one of the last times we ate it as well. So it's definitely 
Maybe there there's just health Yeah, there just needs yeah. to be something going on. And the bummer is, is you live in a small town just like me. There's about three restaurants to Correct. choose from. So, so great. Now we're narrowing now that, it down to two. Absolutely. But thankfully we are feeling better today. Still a little tired from the journey we <laughs> went through last night. But, you know, it's okay. It's Sunday. It's meant for relaxing and everything. A little R&R. Right. But, yeah. Just overall not not a great time wasn't fun it's like nothing like coming to visit your friend and getting violently <laughs> sick we bonded it's fine further bonded over the sickness it was like wild because we were watching a movie and i was just like i'm not okay no like i like my yoga pants are too tight like i need to get Same. them off right now they're pushing on my stomach anything yeah and it was that kind of sick where it's like sitting in your ribs yeah you know? where it like hasn't Gone down. It's either gonna come up or go down, and Correct. we're not sure which one. Exactly. Madeline and I were laying on her bed, staring into the abyss for about two and a half not, hours. Not, not even speaking to each yes. other, and not sleeping. Either. Not looking at our phone. Our eyes are open. We're staring at the wall. And like, I look over, okay. and we are paler than ghosts. <laughs> yes. We are not okay. I was like, I need to go try and get this out. Otherwise, I'm never gonna feel better. And ish. Let's came. move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, I feel like we do need to recap. Um, Ty has been on his Harry Potter kick. He has yes. been. So we've been watching all the movies. I think we've talked about that. Um, if not, we've been watching a movie a night. He doesn't remember Harry Potter very much, so it's been like a new thing for him. But we watched the sixth one last night while you guys were icky. Yeah, and we were not present. We came movie. up for the tail end. Yes. To come suck on ice cubes. Yes. The only <laughs> Rehydrate. Thing I would say yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's been fun to kind of see him puzzle the pieces together. He loves it. Yeah. I think it's probably like lit my want to read all the Harry Potter books again. Wow. So, what? It's lit my wand. <laughs> I said my wand. Oh. <laughs> Like, reignited the yeah. flame. Like Oh, I was like, that's a little play on words. I was like, how did you come up with that I so wish fast? I was so funny as to... Yeah, oh, that's Lord. what I said. Lit my wand. <laughs> Don't spray that green juice everywhere. I'm um, professional at um, spilling on your bedding. Last bed spread, it was my red wine. Do oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um... <laughs> I think I have Laneige lip mask on this one, so it's fine. Well, don't we all? Um, anyways, but today, since we have our wonderful guest, we are going to be talking about books that Margot has read that we have not. Yeah, which actually, Margot, you've read a lot of books we haven't. I'm actually surprised. Madeline, she was asking me, like, to recommend books that you guys hadn't read. And I'm like, no, we've read all the same books, but now just looking at my Goodreads. You definitely have read. Okay, so but... we have it up here. What is the first book on my list that you have not read? Probably The Soulmate Equation by you Christina, by Christina Lauren. Lauren. You haven't read that? No. no. Okay. That is their newest one. However, yeah, yeah. they have a new one coming out very soon. I've heard mixed reviews on this. See, I gave it a four out of five. Christina Lauren, they... Here's the thing. Will I ever rate something lower than a four for them? Probably, Probably not. not. Yeah. yeah. Um, because they're, I just like the way that they write. Um, they're easy, dual perspective stories. It's my favorite right. because it's two different authors, so each character is truly their own character. Right. Right. I'm just, like, refreshing myself. I feel like... Okay. Do you guys know the premise of the story? 
that it's like a DNA based matchmaking company. Oh, fun. I guess not yeah. really. See, at first I thought it was like fantasy. I'm like, this is like, what is this? Not. But it's like they use your DNA strand to like see who Match else in the you? system okay. is compatible for you. Oh, Whatever. okay. Sounds interesting. Yeah. And it was kind of like not fake dating, but kind of a fake dating trope. Okay. Right? And it led to love. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Always but ends happy. If I'm remembering correctly, I hope I'm not messing this up, but I feel like the guy in this story um, falls in love first, which I love that. Ooh. I, love I that. do love when that like, happens. Like the signs are starting to show up, like him falling for her, and he's just, you know, like. Not a cold person, but just, like, not super warm and, like, you yeah. wouldn't suspect that. And that it kind of reminds me of Love Hypothesis. Yes! And How it's he like, kind of, like, fell for yeah. her first. And this guy is kind of a scientist, too. I mean, like... Are we yeah. getting into the, like, part of romance where they're going to be, like, science-y books? Like, is that going to be the new wave of romance? Yeah. Here's my little spinoff of that topic is I'm someone who doesn't believe that there's just one soulmate per person. Sure. I agree. Yep. I think that there's multiple people in this world that would be a possible soulmate for you. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how can... I don't get people think that there's just one. I'm like, in out of seven billion people, you right. think there's only one person for you? Yeah, no. No way. No, I don't believe in that either. And that's where that whole, like, play on using science to find, like, the perfect person, I'm like, meh. Yes. You can find multiple that would be compatible, but, like, the perfect person mm-hmm. is, I don't know. Yeah, there's another book that's like that. I don't remember fully the premise, but it's called The One. I don't remember oh. who it's by. It's It's got some hype on, like, TikTok and stuff, yeah. but that's another one that's a little bit more um, mystery, crimey, okay. so. Yeah, so that was The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren. Yeah, okay. The Summer of Broken Rules, um... Okay, I liked it because it was, like, set in Martha's Vineyard, which I'm a sucker oh, for stuff like love. that. Oh, love. And the cover um, is beautiful, isn't it? It is beautiful. It, honestly, not many people have read it. There's only 3,000 and some ratings. Oh, wow. Crazy. But it has a 4.16, so I feel like that's fair. So, for that small of a rating, yeah, but also having good. that many, that that's good. Right. That means that everybody consecutively has loved it this is a book i've seen a ton on instagram but i haven't seen very many reviews i think it's like people buy it but i haven't seen them talk about it correct right. i haven't heard a lot about this it. this one is another one that was on one of steph's okay like but hers was she does it at the end of the month like what i read in a month oh, sure so it wasn't i don't think it was a five star for her but like the so for those of the you setting that and everything sounded cute to me well, okay, so you talked about Steph's on um, the last podcast yes. we recorded. So for those who don't know what we're talking about, we watch a lot of book YouTube and yeah. Steph or is... Steph or, yeah. She is a YouTuber who talks about books. Yeah. Hers is mostly romance, and I vibe with that. Same. Yes. Um, and you, you can just tell the YouTubers or booktubers that you, you take their opinion of books so valuably yes. oh, that sure. if they like it you know you're going to like gabby it. reads yeah that's yes. me gabby reads on youtube she okay, posts i haven't a, watched her she posts a ton of videos so and now she just actually quit her job to be to youtube be full-time. full-time so i'm sure we're gonna get way more content she, she gets like a book read. a day I'm that is amazing i know steph is she recently just moved to london to study abroad yes. amazing mm-hmm. so what is this the summer of broken rules about? okay yeah so there's like this family tradition of going to this kind of like a camp 
at Martha's Vineyard where or resort mm-hmm. where this girl's whole family stays at and they play I don't know it's like the game assassin or something where like you have like a person I don't know it's like an outstanding game while they're on vacation okay where it's like you have to whatever that was like that wasn't my attraction to the story mm-hmm. but it's like how she gets to know this other guy this specific summer there was a family wedding while they were there love and this is one of the groomsmen love even more oh my gosh and it's just i don't know it's so good and like she didn't want anything serious to happen she had always happened yeah i know exactly you're you're hitting all the good things i want in a book yes and she had like recently lost her sister which is really sad and they hadn't gone to this place without her yes and like he this guy i'm like what is his name who knows i don't know i forget but anyways, um, he, like, kind of, like, fills the void of his sister and does things for okay. her that they used to do, and he was intentional about doing those things with her because this she was This book sounds strong. so oh, sweet. Yeah. It's sweet. I really like it. So that is The Summer of Broken Rules by K.L. Walther. Mm-hmm. We'll have all of them in the description, per usual. You have... Okay. Next one, Malibu Rising. So, Abby's read this. No, I oh, haven't. haven't. I, okay, I own okay. it, though. Yes. You gave this five stars. By Taylor I'm Jenkins Taylor Reed. Jenkins Reed. Yes. Damn. We've talked about T- TJR so mm. many times. Mm-hmm. We just love her. She just... She, I feel like she is an author that is becoming more popular since, like, Daisy Jones and the Six and stuff like that. One True Love. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. She writes historical fiction, but historical romance mostly. But there's also yeah. so many books by her that aren't popular, but I I know they're so good. This is, I don't think you consider this historical, but it's set back in like the 80s in Malibu. Okay. And um, it's like four siblings, they're all famous, um, and it kind of has to do with like the, I don't know, the imperfect dynamic of their family or like how do I want to say that more eloquently I don't know just like the it's a family drama yeah 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 and like all of their relationship with their dad which is kind of an estranged relationship and you kind of see each sibling's story which I really like and it's all leading up to this day of like one of their sisters throws a party every year at her mansion and this whole story is like leading down to this one day okay and, like that day and that party and that evening goes on for like a couple of chapters like a lot of things happen Ooh. within that space and it kind of leads into the morning and the character development for all four siblings is amazing okay so good i read it in like two days it was a book that i read in my cabin this summer um it was the Goodreads Choice 2021 winner. Was it oh, really? And I, I do. I know you said it's in the 80s, but I think anything more than 20 years ago is technically considered historical fiction. I know it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. So I do think that was the category it won in. Seriously. Yeah. That is so funny, isn't it? I think of historical fiction being like the 1920s. Right. Yeah. No, I know. But that was, you know, how long ago now? 100 years. Oh my That's god. 40 years ago. The 80s. Isn't that weird? That is so weird. weird. But it also flashes even farther back into, what, the 50s just to show how, like, you know, their dad is portrayed as this imperfect person, but they always, they actually go back to show, like, how their parents met. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was, like, this surfer dude and, like, 
it's just interesting that their dynamic. Good. Margo, what are your thoughts on the after series? Um, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry, mm. Madeline. I started the first one, mm-hmm. but here's me. If if I can't see myself like being the girl in the relationship, yes, then I I can't enjoy it as much. Mm-hmm. And I'm someone who has such like if you you have hard boundaries. If you are you're rude to me, I'm like bye. Like, I don't know if that's a bad trait, but I'm like, no, see you later. I'm I don't you. have tolerance for you. I feel like I am like that in real life, but no, I, I know love reading about it. I was going to say, I call you out almost every episode for your toxic love of Also, a lot of people like books like that, though. This is so off topic, but I know in the other podcast we recorded, you were asking for the other book that had to do with Alaska, and yes. I think you're thinking of Looking for Alaska. Looking oh, for that's Alaska. by John Green. Yeah. But Alaska didn't like her name. Oh, yeah. Looking for Alaska, I'm pretty sure I read that. I like, didn't like that book. No, I read that, like, sophomore year Okay, college. this, talk about The Tattooist of Auschwitz, because I've been wanting to read that. Your girl loves some historical fiction yes. outside of romance. And this one's short. This is, like, 200 is. pages. Yeah, and it's definitely devastating, but, like, it's so, it so captivates, like, a human's ability to be resilient. It's, like, mm-hmm. insane. And um, there's also a spinoff of that called Silka's Journey. It's about one of the girls that's in Auschwitz okay. with them, and I'd love to read that, too. Is it heartbreaking? It is heartbreaking. Yeah. But it's also, like, you figure out, it's kind of, like, I didn't even realize it, and I don't know how realistic or true it was, but, like, different deals that were made with guards and stuff, mm-hmm. like, favors that were done to, like, let things slide. I don't know if there's, like, bribery in these different things. Um, but also, you just, like, the guards could switch up on you in yeah. a drop of a dime. Like, they don't care. Um, it's interesting, but it's really captivating. Um, I don't know. I don't... Something about World War II books is, like, a historical fiction that I like. So, you've read The Nightingale, then? Um, by Kristen Hannah. Obsessed. That's my favorite. I haven't read it yet. (gasps) I know. I own it, though. Stop. Maybe that's what I should read next. That's also, like, Girl Boss. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. You have to read that. Okay. I'm I'm obsessed with that. Living it up. That's level with the great alone for me oh okay which is my personal favorite book ever and i need i just feel like kristen hannah in general is just like one of the best authors of all times do you have a book that you say is like your absolute favorite book ever my absolute favorite book ever um mine is the great alone for me okay the great alone is one of them the nightingale might top that for me but here's the thing is i categorize like romance and historical right fiction where like do I have a favorite romance? Let me just take a little look here. I don't even know. I would have to really think about it. It'd be really hard, but um, some of the historical historical fiction ones that I really love are The Giver of Stars. Have you read? No. Have you? Mm-mm. Okay. It's about this another, like... You girl- have to remember that I'm, like, 97% romance. Yeah, I was last year, too. This was kind of 2020 where I was more, like, mm-hmm. reading less, but more, like, historical fiction, so it took me longer to read. Um, but this is, like, about the Pack Horse Librarians of Kentucky of, like, this group of women that, when books were censored so heavily during the... What time period is this? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's hard to keep all the books straight. Yeah, I, it's jumbled in my brain. But anyways... 
they were like going around dispersing like books and literature to women and children. It's kind of that period where they censored things and only wanted you reading the Bible. Right. To keep the women from knowing some things. Like yeah. the men wanted yep. to know more than the women did. So these women would like ride their horses and like disperse. But it's so cool. good. It's so good. That sounds awesome. But yes. I feel like I'm all over the place. I feel like my favorite um, romance it might be Love in Other Words. Oh, really? By Christina Lauren? Such a good one. That one. That's another one I have on my list to read. Oh my gosh! It's a friends to lovers, and it's it's really it's a sweet book. It's so good, but now it might be the simple wild. Those are tied for romance. Okay, Okay. and then I think it's Nightingale, and then The Great Alone for historical fiction. Mm -hmm. Love both by amazing. Both by the same author. So what does that say? I just got um just purchased The Winter Garden. Okay. Yeah. Is that by, by Chris and Hannah? Hannah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is way shorter than those. Oh, so much shorter. It's like cut in half from because the Nightingale is like six hundred pages. Yes, it's oh my thick. Gosh. Yeah, it is thick. Uh, it's so good. Anything over four hundred pages is like I have to mentally prepare to read it. Sure. Yeah, I think that there's different stages in that in books like that though. At least for Chris and Hannah, you know what I mean. Your hand getting dirty. Yeah, it is. Do you want me to hold it? No, it's fine. Okay. Um. I don't know. It feels almost more than one book because there's so much yes. going on and changing. Plus, you dive deeper into the story. Yes. Truly. Well, let's wrap it up. I think we have some family that's coming over to see oh, yeah. us, and I believe they just arrived. <laughs> um, and you probably want to get back on the road soon. Yeah. However, I think that we should take a few more of Margot's recommendations and write it in our podcast description so totally yeah um no for sure and i don't have to describe them so she's got yeah she's got a lot of them so we can we can do that and yeah. i love chatting with people about books that they've yeah read that i haven't yes yeah so all of margo's recommendations and all of the books we talked about will be in our description like always yeah you guys read mine and then i'll read some carrie errands there oh my go. gosh have you ever no <gasps> margo they're not like so one. short not one <laughs> There, I have, which one is, I have one of my, fool, fool me, me twice. twice. Oh, that's the that's perfect a good one. one. Okay, actually, that's going to be my first one to jump Actually, in. no, I would say love at first fight is the one okay. that you should start with. I don't remember which one I started with, but I, I. I think love at first fight is the one you started with, didn't you? The beach one? Mm, maybe. I'll have to go back on my Goodreads and see which oh my one gosh, I rated so first. Good. Okay, I'm but Anyways, thank you so much, Margo, for being our first guest ever. We loved having me. You. Yes, yeah. you're honestly a natural. When you went up to get a drink of water or whatever, we were just like, wow, you just like we're flowing right through. Me, I'm just love it. love to talk about books. Okay. Well, it won't be the last podcast you do with us. Love that. I'll be on anytime you want me on. I love it. Okay. Cool. Well, with that, we will see you next chapter. Bye, guys. Goodbye. If you enjoyed this chapter of Probably Reading Podcast, help us by leaving a rating and review, and don't forget to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram for more PRP content.